you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hi and hello, football fans, and happy Thanksgiving. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's Game Time Gold. Get over there. Go ahead and see. Maybe you'll win tickets to Super Bowl 50. Maybe you'll win a half a million dollars I'm in cash it. money, instant food prizes, so on and so forth. Yes. He's back in Studio 66, and he says he's loving it, and he's loving McDonald's, I'm assuming, as well. It's Elliot Harrison, and we'll speak with him and the other person here in 66 in just a moment. Big show awaits your eyeballs and earballs. Pie off four in the books. The winners, my taste buds and my belly, and also, well, I don't want to give it away. Go back and watch it. It's available on YouTube, and I still believe on NFL.com. We're going to make our Turkey Bowl selections. We'll put our rosters together among the NFL media talent here. We'll do a little draft on that one. We'll see Football Babies Week 12 picks for you, or should I say Football Turkeys picks, and the Red Challenge Flag pick segment when, uh, when we, the amateurs, make our choices for who's going to be the winners in Week 12. And so there's much to uh, kibitz about here. Hashtag DDFP. I mentioned Elliot Harrison. Now let's say hello to my main man seated to my immediate left all the way from London, England. He's not celebrating Thanksgiving. No, he's celebrating the return of pro football on Thursday. It's Handsome Hank. Hello, handsome. How are you? I am very well indeed. Thank you, Dave. It's good to be here. Yeah, well, and uh, I say it, I said it earlier in the week. I say it again to you now. You are a hero to Americans because you bite the bullet and you work through the holiday because you don't, your people don't acknowledge our holiday. That's true. And you know, the irony is that the first people to celebrate Thanksgiving were English. You know, what also is interesting about mm -hmm. that is, uh, you know, it's my annual uh, my, my annual lament and wish for a better year ahead. 
why, if stuffing is so delicious, especially in a society mm -hmm. that is so gluttonous about anything, whether it's a food or a celebrity or anything else, that we just consume it to the point of disgust, that stuffing, as delicious as it is, is only a once-a-year treat, the English people have it right. When any, anytime I bring this up, English people hit us up. Member, the citizens of the Czech Republic who hail from the UK remind me, stuffing's available on their menus year-round. Why not in America? I Why? Agree. We have two kinds of, we have, we have not only French fries, but now also almost every menu in a restaurant now has sweet potato fries, plush mashed potatoes. So all these potato preparations, Brussels sprouts, which I like, have worked their way onto every uh, uh, every menu, but not stuffing, not what delicious is, wait, stuffing. I, you know what, you've just made me think, what is stuffing? And there's some herbs and spices in there. What is the main, what's the bulk? I like when he says, I like how <laughs> herbs, herbs, herbs. herbs. And stuff, but what what is the Herbs. main ingredient of stuffing? What is the the bread? Bulk? It's just bread. Yes, it's just bread and herbs. <laughs> yes. I, but I don't know why you're laughing at me. Herbs as an H on the handsome. Front. Are you doing Herbs. all right emotionally and otherwise after the the shocking results of Pi Off Four? You know what? I was thrilled to be just just to be a part of it. You're and delicious. actually, you know what? The one thing that I'm proud of is that I scouted like a Daniel Jeremiah or a Bucky Brooks. I'd scouted the opposition. I predicted the outcome of Pi Off. Uh, for earlier in the day. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like I say, the winner really was my uh, was my belly. Yeah, everyone's belly. I hope no one attended the pile. No one's really commented on the fact that Dave has invented this holiday almost, you know, and one day maybe bigger than Thanksgiving, which is just about him eat, people bringing him food and him eating it and then judging it in some kind of phony competition. I think it's awesome. And no one looks Thank over you. the fact Thank that you, actually it's, it's, uh, it's so that Dave can eat a ton of pie. Yes, that's correct. 100% yeah. correct, handsome Hank. Finally, you're on to me, but we're too far in now. Yeah, no one's, who's going to blow the you whistle You ain't stopping that? this boulder running right. down the hill now. All right, let's, like I say, hashtag DDFP, join the conversation. We appreciate the feedback on Pie Off 4 and all other matters. Join the conversation as well with that uh, MOVP behind the glass reports. All positive news on uh, on the pie off, and uh, we appreciate you checking that out. Black Tie and Company did banner work on that. We appreciate you looking at it on YouTube it, in its entirety. If you wish to consume it in audio, you're welcome to do it that way. Consume. But I can't say strongly enough that it really is something that you want to watch, not listen to. But I've heard from people who did enjoy listening to it just the same. Yes, Elliot Harrison. I would like to say something. Uh, since it's Thanksgiving, no, I would. You don't uh, need you, to be so formal. You don't have to raise your hand and <laughs> announce your going to ask. Like to <laughs> I, uh, it's Thanksgiving, and you have heard such about a loyal, loyal following. But a lot of times your followers and listeners hit me up on Twitter, and I've had a lot of them over the last few weeks ask uh, that I haven't been on the show and I just like to say my schedule has been different this year and I really really miss doing the show and since it's Thanksgiving I am very thankful that I am on DDFP and I nice. get to communicate with your listeners who I think you have I was just bragging about you the other day I think you have as loyal a following irrespective of whatever the number is that your following engages as much I mean I get you do too you get tweets I'm sure oh, people don't want to uh, I, I it's not a threat yeah. to anybody out there but the Czech Republic knows no borders and the citizens of the Czech Republic you don't want to poke them with a stick that it's not a threat to anybody but don't mess with them I agree if the full force of the Czech Republic is unleashed you will not emerge I think you know if we're, if we're reading between the lines I think we know exactly what you're saying Dave. hey yeah. speaking of the Czech Republic real quick <laughs> 
Eugene, one of our favorite citizens in the Czech Republic, sent me this. He was in Italy. And look at that. It's an Italian version of the terrible towel. How cool is that? La scuggiamente terribile. Speaking of uh, Steeler country, also knows no borders, apparently. Do you no think that came apparently. because of the Franco's Italian army? Do you think that's where that kind Could of, be. Uh, from it's the good, 70s? Good, good hypothesis. Yeah. You know what was weird? I mentioned that we're going to be doing our Turkey Bowl draft here, and Elliot Harrison said, what, what do you mean Turkey Bowl? Has never heard of a Turkey Bowl? What? Seems strange. I, I, turkey Bowl! People on is. Thanksgiving play football games with their family and friends. You've never uh, heard of we, the We never tradition. called it a Turkey Bowl. What did you call it? What was it uh, called in the Harrison household? Uh, let's play some football. It's <laughs> a universal term for uh, games I, played on I, Thanksgiving. Very weird. We, uh, and we normally, I think, you know, we did it on my dad's side of the family. We played on Christmas. We didn't play on Thanksgiving. Well, the other thing that we unearthed about Elliot Harrison, I wonder what happened in the Harrison home with around Thanksgiving, because a couple of years ago we found out Elliot Harrison had never heard of the tradition of breaking the wishbone. I hadn't until you and Money did it on our physical challenge, your long-time listeners, long time ago, uh, yeah. Fridays on Fantasy Live. But you know, I think maybe why I didn't engage in a turkey bowl is because you being a Steelers fan, it's a very rare treat that your Steelers played uh, on Thanksgiving. They usually played the Lions a few times. That was actually the famous coin uh, flip. Jerome Bettis right. calling heads and the referee mishearing him. Right. Well, when did you play a lot of those games? So the Cowboys growing up, they were on sure. every Thursday. So any kind of uh, eating, discussing things with family members would always go on during the Lions game, not the Cowboys game. So that's probably why we didn't play football. Well, I do hail the schedule makers for adding that primetime Thanksgiving game. That's yeah. a, We've had some good ones. Yeah, that makes for a that. treat. The gem, of course, is the Panthers and the Cowboys. We're going to make our picks on that one momentarily. Right now, though, we're about to get to who are you loving. But I'm sorry, handsome. One more piece of business from the Czech Republic. Uh, a sorrowful citizen sent me a letter, and you were going to read that for us. Oh, I was. Yeah, uh -huh. you're absolutely right. This is this is kind of sad, and um, but I think I hope you can make uh, uh, one of your fans happy. Let me contemplate this. Let me hear it again. Uh, this is last week. You read a, a note from the uh, the aunt who was upset about um, Cam Newton's behavior, mm -hmm. and in a way, this is someone who who's as as distressed by what you've done, Mr. Damashek. It was three months ago when I realized I received the great shame of my recent time when I discovered I was blocked by you on Twitter. Please note my actions were obviously ill-conceived, yet innocent attempts at humor. And I want to apologize for any offense I caused. He goes on a lot about how upset he is. He talks about how he listened to the first ever DDFP. How upset? Uh, he's super upset. Okay. Um, and he, he carries on, uh, I'm not important enough, nor socially active enough. I mean, you know, he's, he's lowering himself for you. He's, mm -hmm. he's, he's bowing before you. However, I want you to know that I'm a very big fan of your work. <laughs> Proceed to make the extra effort on Twitter every day and extra steps to review and appreciate your work. I truly appreciate the thin slice of heaven your work provides. Mazel tov, Dave. Let me make an appeal to you on behalf of um, of John Murphy. Mm -hmm. Dave, it's time to unblock John Murphy. It's time to follow John Murphy. I'm going to unblock him and just to tell him that I am going to reblock him. <laughs> That's what you, no, listen, I want you to hear me. Don't play games with me. This is what happens to you. Let John Murphy be a lesson to all. No, I will. I will. Uh, I think you should. I'll really unblock him should. immediately. Black tie behind the glass. You think I should follow him? Take it to the next level, man. 
Let the that would be know. nice. Listen, actually. I'm going to think about that. All right. Live on the show. I like you know what? It takes on. a lot of guts to write a letter like right. that. And you know what? I'm going to reward. I would say, John, if you get yourself <laughs> blocked again, I would. I think a, a letter like this is nice, but probably some food as well. He really Send did. Send some food. He really did carry on. He did. He's carry on a good candy. Oh, song. and we also got a uh, football uh, that uh, that a listener has asked that we all sign it and Ooh. send it back to him. So That's we'll do exciting. that. Yeah, we're gonna do that. But uh, I have uh, true story. I have signed footballs uh, for um, Lawrence Taylor before. Lawrence Taylor was supposed to be doing football signings. Lawrence Taylor. This was in uh, immediately after he'd uh, he had um, retired. And he was otherwise engaged. He was a little busy that morning when he was supposed to be signing footballs for football mm. fans in Berlin. Intriguing. Germany. So I, uh, they were like, well, we can't let the fans down. Could you sign the balls for him? So, so um, you did your best so Lawrence some, Taylor scrawl on the football? Some I, had, I had an example of his autograph. <laughs> and there's some German. German fans who believe they have Lawrence Taylor's <laughs> autograph, but I actually signed them for him. You know that Black Tie doesn't really appreciate a story of yours when he's in your ear. Immediately, the, mo the moment you start... Football! Go to Lawrence Taylor! I have a Lawrence Taylor football! Next topic. No, you don't. All right, Black tie, next topic. He, <laughs> he hadn't even move said on. three words. All yet. right, the next topic is who are you loving, EH? Let's move on. Who are you loving going into week 12 here? Well, I don't want to steal any of Handsome's thunder uh, with Carson Palmer. He mentioned him a couple weeks ago on the DDFP, but uh, I love the fact that Carson Palmer is like the modern era Troy Aikman. The way he sets up, the way he stands in the pocket, his compact delivery. And if we show a little B-roll here, you'll see it. Uh, watching both of them throw the football because it's really impressive to me. Uh, you know, Troy Aikman was kind of the prototype of what teams wanted, that big, strong, tall, pocket passer, compact release, got rid of the ball quickly. And you watch them throw the ball in the video, and I know a lot of your listeners may not see this, but in your mind's eye, they're both about the same height, same mm -hmm. size, just enough mobility to get out of the pocket. They're not going to scare you with it. And uh, incredibly accurate, both of them. And not afraid to throw the deep ball, although Aikman's not necessarily known as a deep ball thrower. And I don't think that Carson Palmer's really been known as a deep ball thrower, but he certainly did it's it It's funny the you say that, because I always think of Troy Aikman as the greatest intermediate passer right. that yes. I've ever seen. He yeah. would drop yes. those passes about 25 yards downfield on the sideline, right over the shoulder of Michael Irvin, and the defender literally wouldn't even be able to put a fingertip on it. He was he was dynamite. I don't understand when people talk about Troy Aikman as a borderline Hall of Famer. I don't yeah. know what yeah. people are looking at or what they missed there. But in the meantime, I said it the other day, I say it again now, Carson Palmer's drive in Seattle after two straight turnovers in, on their end of the field, yes. that, that nails drive of, of just strike after strike down the field to reclaim that game for the Cardinals and probably reclaim the division. For Intermediate the throws. Yep. Yep. Dynamite. And uh, a legitimate MVP ca candidate. Handsome Hank, how say you? I think Carson Palmer is it. I mean, I, th I think he's probably one, two, three is somewhere is, is Brady, obviously Cam Newton and Carson Palmer. And you could, yeah, I mean, I think Brady's probably number one, but two and three you could put in, in either order. Who are you loving? I'll tell you what I'm loving this week, Dave. On, on, um, on Monday, it was the first anniversary of Odell Beckham's one-handed catch. I don't know if you saw it. I've um, heard about the Odell Beckham catch. catch. He made last year. Everybody, please stop with this catch. I love it, but I don't. I hate. I hate to be a curmudgeon about it, but enough already. Well, and so I feel partially responsible because when we found out it was the first anniversary, you know, my day job, I was like, yeah, let's play that up, and people still love that catch. They like to watch it, whatever. So, but to me, that's like the pinnacle of individual player athleticism that we've seen in the last. I've seen in maybe the last ten years in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I know we've seen it too much, and I don't disagree with that. 
On the other hand, tomorrow on Thanksgiving, we'll be celebrating the third anniversary of, I think, the low point for players' athleticism, Mark Sanchez's infamous butt fumble that took place on Thanksgiving yes. uh, between the Jets and the Patriots. If you're watching, you can see it again now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see now, Still, convert, as opposed to the Odell Beckham catch, I, I cannot see, see this enough. enough. I, I can't. Agree. Th I agree. This, you could play this on a loop for the exactly. rest of my days. So I'm not sure. I'm, I'm making a connection, I think, somehow between the, 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 the best and the worst of the NFL and uh, the anniversaries that are both taking place this week. I don't know that it's anything special, but I just wanted to point that out. The serendipity of, I mean, it's not that he just ran into his own teammate. He ran with his face into the, the teammate's no bum and then fumbled it. And then the Patriots picked it up and ran it back for a touchdown. But there is no explanation as you watch it. And you must, you know, if you're not watching Why did he you fumble? Should, you should go find it. It's, it's, it's available out there. But there is, he, he looked where he, it wasn't like he ran it. It's not like you walk around the corner and walk into someone. Mm -hmm. He ran directly into his teammate's butt. And there is no other place that he could have gone other than straight in there. There is no, there's no, and he, was he sliding? What was he, what was the plan? Well, Luck to the Eagles. You know, you mentioned Odell Beckham. I, I saw DeAndre Hopkins one-handed catch uh, for the first time in a long time. Not but in that's the same almost class. As... Not in the same class, EH. Not in the same class. Wait, we, I thought you were that. a body language expert. Yeah, now you're a one-handed catch his, expert his as well. People, get, people are tired of ODB catch. I understand. But it's by far the best catch we've ever seen. Don't like, say it's not... by far the best catch. It, you haven't seen all the catches. Well, well the other <laughs> catch was actually showed and replayed like this one for a reason. It's the best catch we've ever well, seen. Well, I know, but we're threatening the Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick. Yes. Julius Thomas I played understand. college basketball. Odell Beckham made a great one-handed catch is, is starting to threaten actually, that's not, to it, go it, into what that is threatening is, uh, is watching Odell Beckham warm-ups. That's what it is. That's, the, the, that's the threat. The fallout of everything that's happened ever since then, I understand being sick of that, but the catch in itself was just pure greatness. We I were, also we covered all remember this where we were when it, when it happened. No one remembers where they were when DeAndre Hopkins made it. I don't remember no. where I was when Odell Beckham made it. <laughs> I can't support that I knew where I was. Can I tell you where I was, <laughs> I was going to go with <laughs> Black Tie was that but just when you think of Odell Beckham, he had that rookie year last year, and everyone says the best rookie year since Randy Moss. Well, it's Thanksgiving. Let me tell you, the best individual stat line performance I'm, I've probably ever ever seen, at least by a wide receiver, three catches, 163 yards, three touchdowns. In Big D. In Big D. Big D. Yep. The yep. same year as the Jerome Bettis coin flip game. The, oh, that's that year. That, I didn't that remember that. That was 98, the doubleheader. Um, all right. I'm loving that this weekend we get the 21st century's four best teams, save maybe the Green Bay Packers, on display for our eyeballs. I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Seattle Seahawks, Super Bowl 40 uh, opponents, and the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos. I think you would be hard-pressed. Maybe you'd put the Colts into that conversation as well. But um, th those two, you know, the Packers and Colts aside, we have titans of the 21st century showing down. Not the Tennessee titans, uh, of course. No, I mean actual They're not part of Titanic They didn't teams. exist anymore. I can't wait to break these games down. It's the Denver Broncos this weekend. We'll get to that, but uh, I look forward to seeing that. And some of the individual stuff. Antonio Brown going against the, the Legion of Boom is going to be intriguing. I'm nervous as a Steelers fan. We make our final four picks each week here. Maybe the Steelers can be one of those final four teams. If they go up to Seattle, they're better than I thought they were. If they go up to the clink and win that game, then I guess they're better than, than, I, than I recognize them yeah. being right now. We'll see about that. Meantime, that's who we're loving. I also love going to McDonald's, game time gold. I did so just the other day and talked to some customers to play the easiest game show in the history of people. Take a look. 
Tremendous work, Dave. You've done it once again. All right, fellas, let's get to it. It's time for very important stuff. And that means before we make our picks, it's time for the wizard of all football game picking wizards, football baby, or should I say football turkey, with his week 12 selections. Mm. Football baby, the baby who picks football games. Football turkey. He's done it again. Live by his words. 50. I'm stunned. Fit, wait, 56 and 22 lifetime. So Can't argue with that, Dave. No, indeed. Well, no. people want to argue with right. it, but, you know, do so at your own risk. All right, next up, let's, uh, oh, this is what I wanted to point out to you. DDFP, hashtag DDFP. Check out Football Baby Online. That's uh, the reminder. We don't put that in the audio cast, right? I guess that would be awfully unsatisfying to listen to a to baby. To a baby pick things. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Um, oh, guess what? It's time for another visit or my visit to McDonald's. Here's more of my interactions with the good people over there in Southern California in front of Game Time Gold. Dave Damashek, yeah. All right, now I'm... Congratulations again. You did it again, didn't I mean, yeah. you? On that, trip, on that trip to McDonald's, how much McDonald's did you manage to personally consume? I ate an egg McMuffin mm -hmm. and I ate a, uh, I ate a fries. And boy, a fries. fries. Oh, they're delicious. What, what shape do you go with? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, strawberry, vanilla, chocolate, the, the options have always been the same. I'm, I'm more of a vanilla guy, but I got to say, I strawberry has been slowly that. creeping up you know what? the last few years. Yeah, little baby Oprah, well, now eight year old uh, Oprah, favors a strawberry shake, whereas her younger brother, Jean Claude Van Damashek, goes chocolate. And you know what? As my taste buds have evolved, I always went chocolate as a youth myself. I also like the shamrock shake quite a bit, of course. That was a, a great seasonal treat. More and more, though, strawberries uh, is, uh, mm. you know, going the way. Because, of course, I have to, picking up on a tradition, a brave tradition that Mo Damashek, my mother, started when I was a child, was uh, she always would taste our milkshakes in advance to make sure they weren't poison. And so I now have to I have to do the same thing for my yeah. children. I don't want anything. I don't should want anything. the shamrock shake be like stuffing? I mean, should it be a year-round deal at this point? You know what? I hope I hope Ronald and the rest of the gang and Grimace are listening right now because that Grimace. is not a half bad idea. All right, let's do our turkey bowl draft here. Like we said, obviously we don't have the time to put together an actual turkey bowl game among our NFL media but can we colleagues. Do that next year. Yes, let's yes. absolutely black tie behind the glass. Make it so. If you and I both haven't been fired by then, let's do it a year from now. All Post right. Post pie off. We could do a pie off, and then I mean that would be that would be like a traditional thing. And everybody Thank throwing you. up on the field. Yeah. Yep, throwing up pie yeah. and everything. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Instead of Gatorade bass, we'll have a pie stuff in your face. Oh, okay. or a stuffing bath. Yeah. Just stuffing thrown over the top. <laughs> all right. So here's the idea. We have a long list here of all of our. Um, all of our it? colleagues here that you watch on YouTube, you watch them on NFL.com, you watch them the on the network. List them off. Yeah. Read them well, off. No, just, I'm not yeah, reading just, all the names. Read, there's like a hundred names on this. I know. A terrific Name idea, Black. I'll give you some names. I'll give you some. I'll, I'll give you some names. Yeah, there are yeah. Hall of Famers like Dion, like Marshall Falk, like future uh, Michael Irvin, future Hall of Famers like LT and Kurt Warner. There's our friends MJD and Ike. And then there's the likes of the around the NFL guys. What about like my Michael prediction, Fab? My what prediction, 
No one from the Around the NFL podcast gets drafted. What about Michael Fabiano? Michael Fabiano is also on the list. You could pick him. What you about Ian Elliot Rappaport? Harrison. Ian Rappaport would be someone you could pick. Why can't we just run eight full screen boards and list them all? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With yes. with three typos in. For all of our audio. We should have, we should have, yeah, you really, you guys uh, slacked let, a little you bit. You let us yeah. down in a way. You should have really cut video for each yeah, I want to see, I want to see some action of Marcus It only Brown so happened that Shaq sent Emma VP uh, text, like, hey, let's do this, like, an hour before the show. All right. So, I mean, don't start Let it begin. Because I'm a gentleman, I'm going to let Handsome some, have the first choice. Wow. Hey, EH, you and I, let's be let's be co-owners, co-GMs here. We'll draft a team against Handsome Hank. I'll say you. I, well, I've, I mean, I've already put together, but yeah. I, okay, I, let's go. I, Handsome, already, you get the yeah. first pick. Do okay. we get next two? Those are, that's saying yeah, yeah, a lot of nice. rules. That's fine. That's okay, fine. so we get next two here. Yep. This okay, is with the pick. first overall. Out, so what are the rules? There's only a two-player draft here? No, no, no. Let's put together a team Snake of. Snake draft. You want to do seven, but you have to take. A minimum of three, three non players. Yeah. Okay. That let's yeah. do seven. That's a, we'll do seven on seven. Snake draft. So is it going to go you, Shaq, me, me, Shaq? Yeah. I mean, it's only fair. Oh, we're doing three teams. Well, he was we're saying two teams because I mean, you can't play. Three teams can't play against each other. You guys are co-owners. You and I will kibitz. Let's see who has a better team. Let's do three teams. That's it. I think one team gets the buy. Let's each have his team. Okay, okay, all right. All Elliot, right. Elliot's a big boy. He can have his own team. Okay, right. well, with the you first know, overall pick in ball. the 25th, what year is it? 2015. 15, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I totally blanked on that. <laughs> with the first overall pick in the 2015 Turkey Bowl draft, I'm taking Dave Damashek. What? That's impossible. Well, you see, now you like my team more than you like your team. I've already, I'm in your head. Head games indeed. Yep. This, this I didn't anticipate. You did not see that one coming. But you know what you got? You got a winner. Yeah, and that's why that's I what I'm you. about. You know, that's why I picked uh, you. I'm about, and I got a hose. Yep. You know, this you might be able to play quarterback. You yeah. can do whatever you want. I'm what a whip you. I got! Okay, all right, Elliot Harrison, you've got the next pick. Oh, I do. I'm I'm picking two. Okay, um, you're in the two hole. I'm taking Dan Hansis. Uh, all right, of, you guys want to make your jokes? I'm gonna I'm gonna win though. That's no, what I'm well, wait a minute. I have a very very good reason for taking Dan Hansis. Number one, he looks experienced. You know, with the, the great yeah. stuff. But most importantly. Dan can hire somebody else to play in his place because that's what he always does with the pie-off. He never actually does it himself. Maybe his mother-in-law will play. Fine. Dan will just go get Herschel Walker, pass it off at his his own. Well, he has his mother-in-law make the pie for the pie-off. I don't know if he's going to... Put uh, put his mother in law. I think game. it might be his mother in law who ends up playing. I think that's <laughs> a bad choice. But I carry was, on. I thought it was I a like strong. It. All right. No jive from Damashek. I'm out here to win, although me being on Handsome Hank's team really throws a wrench into my plans. <laughs> I'm going to take Deion Sanders. I think he's, I think he's uh, pretty good at football, so I think he'll be he'll be helpful on both sides who we t- of the who line. Deion Primetime uh, Sanders. Yeah. You know him? Yeah. I know yeah. And then I will take. Well, it's no snake draft. Uh, Black Tide just said in my ear, "I'm going next." This is a this is, apparently this is a traditional draft. You need to speak traditional to the man draft. behind the glass. Okay. I don't think that's fair, but all right. I I I need a running back, and I love working with Maurice Jones Drew, one of my favorite additions uh, to the team. So I'm going to take Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, what a stinker! I saw that one coming. All right, go ahead. So LT, love LT. Well, He's, he can we have catch three the ball good out runners. of the backfield. Yeah. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's obviously, you know, we'll give him some carries. We're rich in running backs. Yep. This, this yep. is a draft that's deep in runners because you also have Marshall Falk. Like you say, you have MJD. Well, Keith then, Evans. Yeah, I'm taking MJD then since he fell to me. Yep. I'm like the Jets with Leonard Williams. And, and what I'm thinking here is, I mean, 
I don't really like to talk smack, but MJD can pretty much say anything he wants as long as he says, no disrespect, no disrespect. Yep. And True. so, I mean, you got to have a guy that can talk a little smack. All right, well, he's right. off my yeah. board then. I have yeah. the one guy that we know for a fact. I mean, I have a strong hunch about my ability as the quarterback, but I'm going to take another guy. You've been there so many times before. Who may wind <laughs> up in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to go with Kurt Warner. Ooh. How about my team is now Kurt Warner and primetime Deion Sanders? It's pretty good. Handsome Hank, how say you? It's pretty, I, I mean, I, I, what, about your team or who I... No, who who's I your pick? Draft? Okay, so next, I, I um, Prime's off the, off the board. I need someone who can play defense for me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to take Ike. I want Ike to, to go out there. He's going to shut down one side of the field. I'm not going to need to worry about, you know, when I play against, you know, whoever, whichever you guys drafts Michael Irvin next, I don't, I don't need to worry about that. All right, Ike Taylor okay. goes to the handsomes. How say you? The Handsome Devils is your team. That's right. E.H., how say you? The Orange Peels. Who's on the Orange Peels? <laughs> well, you know, I, it's interesting you say that. You know, I think the NFL is always evolving, and football is evolving. And I think we're going to go back to a two-running-back system. And, you know, John Gruden's always going off about how Danny Woodhead, they can't see him mm -hmm. behind the line. That's why he sneaks out there. So I'm picking Michael Fabiano to get out there and get open. He's got some wiggle. Know? Definitely yeah, some and they're not going to be able to see him yeah. behind or, the line. Or so. Orange Peels team. <laughs> Anzus, Fabiano, yikes. All right, I'm going to stay high end. I'm not going to overthink it here. I'm going to take a running back who's in the Hall of Fame, the only running back here at the NFL who is in the Hall, Marshall Falk. What a team I'm putting together here. Damn shake means business, guys. That's right. Yeah, uh, well, You know what? There's a time to, to play games, and then there's a time to get serious, and that's what I'm doing here. Go ahead, Hanson. So uh, I have my I have two of my my um, athletes right former NFL players. So I'm only allowed one more. I've got LT and Ike, and I would take um, you know uh, Michael Irvin again, Hall of Fame wide mm -hmm. receiver. I want to be able to get the ball to him. But what I'm thinking here is I need, I want someone who can go both ways. And I don't, I think Michael may need a rest after you know take a breather after after some of the offense. I'm gonna Ageism. Through. On the other hand, Ugly. on the other hand, there's a guy out there who I've seen who's in tremendous shape, can play wide receiver for me and can go on defense. Akbar Bajabian Miller, mm -hmm. he's a big target, so you won't have any problem hitting him. And, uh, and he's going he's gonna to be my wide out, and then he's going to come you know, immediately flip the field. I hope he can catch uh, my fastballs, that's all. Boy, it is really frustrating for me because I really wanted him for my pass rush. After all, he has two career sacks. <laughs> so I'm going to doggone it. I and mean, now, now I'm really, you know, this is what happens in a real draft, the drama when right. a guy that you really targeted. So what, who's on your team so far? Just remind got, us. Well, I was sticking, you know, Sheck keeps bragging about his team, hashtag mm. humility. I wanted to honor our three non-players. So I'm getting those guys out of the way first. I got Hanzus. Uh, I got Fabiano. Right now I got Maurice Jones-Drew. That's my one player. My fourth pick, I'm going to go ahead and fill the non-player quota. Right. You've I got want, the best of the non-players. So I want fun. Marcus Grant because I want people to feel like they're actually facing a real NFL quarterback. They mistake him as Geno Smith, but he throws the ball better. What if someone so punches I, him? Too soon. It's a possibility. Hey, listen, take I'm going to keep putting a juggernaut together. I'm going to take another guy who's going to wind up in the Hall of Fame one day. You have to, t you, but at this point, you've taken too many No, players. I haven't. I am get seven guys. I'm going Willie McGinnis. How you about three that? Three players. Three players. Oh, I thought we had to take a minimum of three non-players. Oh, I can't take Willie McGinnis? Well, tell me what your team is right now. You've got Dion. You've I've got, got three Marshall, NFL Marshall, players. You've yeah. got Kurt. Yeah, you have Kurt. That's four. All right. My next pick, then. With myself, harder now, isn't it? See, yeah. now you see that my draft strategy was smart, loading up on the talented mm -hmm. non-players. And we're counting Bucky well, that, Brooks. <laughs> Bucky is a former NFL player. Former you know player. what? I'm gonna, I'm going 
I'm doing it again. How did you guys not take Daniel Jeremiah? Because he's 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 a former player. No, 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 no. He didn't get anywhere close to the Wait, NFL. Wait, I want to speak to Commissioner, T- Commissioner Black Tie. Don't you dare attempt to revoke this well, one. Daniel Jeremiah did play in App State. Uh, so but he that's didn't not play the NFL. Standard. So yes, Damashek actually again he means business here. Damashek is on the money. We, uh, we looked at old New right. Arm, but we decided to go with Clint Sterner. Well, now you're in trouble though, because now the only three guys that really can sling it around here. One, me, Kurt Warner, two, Damashek, three, Daniel well, Jeremiah are all off the board. Elliot Harrison has you, no QB. Well, I am I am that guy. And you don't got what it takes. So here's what you I'm doing. I need I need to take a I need to take a, a non player. And hey, who's your team so far? My team so far, Damashek, first overall pick. Ladanian Tomlinson. Okay. Chargers legend. Just had his jersey retired in San Diego. Probably going to have his jersey retired after this game immediately. Or maybe before the game. All right, let's maybe go. I'll... Let's go. Sorry. Uh, Ike Taylor. <laughs> Akbar Bajabir Miller. Because I just love saying that. Fifth overall pick, Elliot Harrison. Completely thrown. What are you going to do now, Elliot? Just scrap your team and join me. Five. <laughs> Elliot Harrison. How's Elliot Harrison. No one took Michael Irvin yet, did they? Nope. Nope. But you do realize you just got picked. You know, LeVar Arrington <laughs> is uh, is a yeah. possibility, too, yeah. as is Willie McGinnis. I can't believe no one wants the, the size, speed, athleticism on display no, from I'm, either one of those guys. I'm going with somebody that could return kicks. Mark I was thinking, one. I was thinking, but you know what? <laughs> Since I can't sling the ball around, like you said, then I've got MJD. i got Fabs slipping out of the backfield. I'm running the read option and triple wing Jamel Holloway, OU 1985 style, Michael Robinson. He could play quarterback. Oh, yeah, he can. Gonna be, I'm just going to be a run-heavy team. Our pal A.J. Hawk yeah. says that uh, that Michael Robinson is the toughest quarterback he's ever had to try to tackle in his entire yep. career. High wow. praise from Hawk, you Ohio bet. State v. Penn State. You bet. I'm going to take – now i got to start digging deep here a little bit. I'm going to take a college athlete, someone – who is still, in spite of the the uh, toll, the the human toll that a personal life can have on one person, Amber Theo Harris, maker of three babies, nevertheless, still fit, still ready to roll, has the pedigree. Welcome to the club, Amber Theo Harris, Han- handsome Hank. She's a I, former. She's a former gymnast, correct? I know. I well, she play. She was a sprinter. She's got speed. Will you please walk up to her here and say, Amber, you look. Yeah, say that you picked her with the... All right, yeah, Hank, let's get to your pick. Ahead, okay, sorry, my, my pick, uh, this is my final pick as well. I think we're playing six aside, right? Is that, no, we said seven. 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 Let's okay, go. All right, I'm sorry. Everyone gets angry. Well, look, here's what I'm looking for. So I can take so one more bad. player, right? You get three gonna, players. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I thought you said you could. Ha- you had to have three. three I, I, well, you already rejected my Willie McGinnis pick. Three All right, well, NFL I'm taking players. Willie McGinnis. All right, Three so that's NFL a good players. Pick. No, I think you should have taken LeVar Arrington, but all right. Why? Willie's in much better shape than LeVar. Sorry, LeVar. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Make sure we play that back for him yes, on NFL HQ. Elliot Harrison, how's it? Well, yeah, what's your team so far? Some t- well, my team so far, I've got Hanzus, I've got Fabiano, I've got Marcus Grant. I got rid of, uh, I got, <laughs> got my non-players out of the way. I've got MJD and Michael Robinson. I'm a run-heavy team. But, uh, you know, sometimes... You got to have somebody fall to you, mm-hmm. you know, that you weren't necessarily planning on taking, but the value is there. I'm going with Chuck's suggestion. I'm taking my good colleague, my buddy, LeVar Arrington. 
Good yeah, pick. listen, he's one, of the, yeah, he's one of the great athletes to ever get to the NFL. How he is in 2015, apparently Handsome's not impressed with what he's... Uh, I'm not as impressed as I am hey, by William McKinnon. Yesterday, true story, yesterday I was coming through a door, I was about to open a door uh, at the NFL Network downstairs. The door flung open in my face. Willie nearly destroyed me as he was coming through that door. He was just, it was a gentle tap for him. But I saw enough. I just, I'm drafting you. Are we taking four players or three? Did you tell him? You know what? I want I to, did. Uh, you know what I want? What did you? So your pick is made. So now my pick is going to be. I want. What's your a, team so far, Shaq? My team is Deion Sanders, Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner, Daniel Jeremiah, and Amber Theo Harris, aka Juggernaut. I mean, the, that is a dominant team. But I want there to be. I want there to be a pleasant. You you hear all the time about you want a, the the right kind of atmosphere in the locker room. Mm-hmm. There's no more pleasant fellow around than Dan Helley. Oh, Welcome to the ball club, Dan Helley. That's nice. I like that. So with my Basic final franchise. pick, and I can't believe that the, you right. guys, this hasn't, this hasn't occurred to you guys, and maybe I'm giving it away a little bit, but so with, the, with my final pick, a guy who's never played in the NFL, but has coached in the National Football League, Brian Billick, played college quarterback. I need a coach for my team as well, mm-hmm. so I'm going to invite Brian Billick in. He's, there's going to be an open competition, Dave, so you know we'll probably spend 20 minutes before the game, you both loosen up, and I'm just going to say that's my quarterback, depending on which of you guys looks better. Brian Billick's my final pick of my draft. You understand if Billick gets the gig, though, I'm dogging it the whole time. I'm already incented to throw the game when, when I have my own team to worry about. Now you're going to add an, a, another layer well, we won't re-sign you next year. I mean, then then you're going to be you made out a mistake. You should have taken Adam Rank because he can throw the ball a little bit too. I, I can throw the ball as well. I'm just on the sideline at the moment. But thank you. Yeah. Uh, scouting team didn't do enough research. Uh, Brian Billick did play in NFL. Tight end. He, yep. uh, he I was just had about a short to. Stint with the I'm going to allow Cowboys. it. I'm going to allow the Brian Billick pick. Not, uh, he didn't play quarterback. In the he was a he tight end invited to uh, camp by the Cowboys. He didn't play in the National Football League. Handsome did zero research. Drafted by the Niners. Right. It's going to cost you when the game is played. That's all right. I am going to uh, look. I think when you're out on the field, you need a decoy sometimes. Mm, you you know? do, that's for sure. And what better decoy? And you can talk all you want, but I'm going Aaron Coscarelli. I think your that's... your team is going to be distracted. Yep. While my team just plows that'll plays shut down, power football. That'll shut down off the yeah. field. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So were there are a lot of names, and if I have to go non-player, I could go. You know, Rand Getlin. James Palmer's out there. Mm-hmm. Jeff Darlington. Squares. I mean, if you if you've got Jeff Darlington outside as well, I think he he could shut down. Yeah, but you got to be wary of those hits on defenseless receivers. I mean, Jeff is uh, he's slender. You know, he's been watching. He's it. a handsome devil handsome as well. He really belongs on your team more. Plus, we have on my team. We already have Dan Helley, the ruggedly handsome. You know. He's not ruggedly handsome. I'm more ruggedly handsome. He's more pretty <laughs> with those with those baby blues. Yeah. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm going to continue the role. I'm so confident it really doesn't make a difference. I'm just going to have this guy run up into the stands, up to the concession stand, and get us uh, wieners with ketchup, if you please. The one who doesn't like to eat his wieners with ketchup, Matt Money Smith. Welcome to the ball club here. Wow, that's a nice pick. You know what? I want, when we win, I want there to be a coronation, and I want there to be a video of it. Yeah, and and he could narrate it. Yeah, he's the narrator of the... uh, America's game. America's game. The Shaq... Uh, All-Stars. That's right. Now he's yeah. in the fold. Welcome yeah. to the club. This is, I mean, what a team I've put mm-hmm. together here. I is like, that it? Everybody's got no, their seven? We've seven. done six. We've done six. It's you. I, no, I've it's done seven. Seventh pick. 
I've done seven. I just think at this point, Elliot can't count. No, I've got. <laughs> I, I have one pick left, I believe. You don't. You we really, I have seven. Genuinely don't. You have seven. We all right. Have seven. Oh, now have it's seven. time. So there you have it. <laughs> can we put that? Hey, uh, Black Tie, you're really pick. good at Madden. Can you put that? Put these pick. teams into the Madden simulator and see who would win the game. Yes. Impossible. It's impossible. Right. It's too bad. You can build Michael the players Fabiano that aren't. You build the players that aren't there. So you know, like Dave, you would give a, a 85 arm two for. I'm really mobility. like Marino, but lefty. That's can really the same skill set. Same mobility. Same mobility. I thought it's not my game. My my game is fastballs. You know, pushing it downfield. You know, take no nonsense from teammates. Kind of kind of. Elliot. Players. Nearly played Elliot semi, Harrison semi pro ball, so I, I I'm lucky to have him on my. I'm surprised my Elliot squad. Harrison doesn't put himself on his own team there. Well, he Why don't you I drafted do that? him. I drafted oh, that's him. Right. I'm sorry, you did take him. I, I'm very him. confused. Let's clear it all up. Guess what? Before Thanksgiving is here, or if you're listening, watching this after Thanksgiving, either way, it's time for the Red Challenge flag picks. Red, Red Challenge flag picks. Well done, well done, beautiful. You're Thank both you. in the you holiday have, spirit here. If you want, can I have the, um, you can have one. I, I, you've got some. Something. I do periodically no, get questions from uh, from the listener the asking, "Where are the Soso Jamabo songs? When are you going to add to uh, to the um, to the soundboard of uh, of your Soso Jamabo songs?" I love a good name, and when a great football name comes along, I honor them on the most recent Check Report. Soso Jamabo, Joplo, Bartu. You know, there's some there's some really good ones out there. Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, I mean, you know, really, these are these are glorious days. Those in which are great live. Um, Don't forget Bakari Rambo, man. That's a good one too. Yeah. I did sing a song about uh, Soso Jamabo oh, off the cuff on the most uh, recent. Uh, we did a lot of singing on the last yeah, video. Yeah. I encourage you to. Oh, we also did a little reenactment of Peyton Manning informing one of his Broncos teammates uh, that, hey, guess what? Good news. I'm coming back in 2016. And what reaction that might have, uh, You'll have, might to have gotten to there. All right, let's get to it here. A game I mentioned already for obvious reasons. I'm excited for this one. Football fans should be excited. It ought to be a dandy. Pittsburgh Steelers, Seattle Seahawks, Elliot Harrison, choose. Taking the Seahawks at home. Handsome Hank, I'll say you. I so in the podcast you just mentioned earlier in the week, I meant I said that I, I think the Steelers will be one of the AFC Final Four, and I, but I have to go against myself ah. on this one. I I think that the best matchup, the best individual player matchup of the weekend is Antonio Brown against um, against our friend Richard Sherman. But I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Well, you know, I don't I, I don't know that that's literally true. As we know, Richard Sherman doesn't always travel, as they he say. Has he been doesn't. This I know, more. but he I, but I I don't anticipate him following 84 all over the field mm. on Sunday, a late afternoon game. It ought to be a dandy. I'm going to take the Seahawks, as I say, in the NFL. Unless you're hot garbage, the more desperate team tends to win the game. The Seahawks certainly need to take this game. Pittsburgh feels like it's got some wiggle room. I'm sure I, I get that vibe from the Steelers, but this could obviously elevate them to a different level. And especially with the Bengals losing two straight games, a division crown isn't out of the realm of possibility. The thing that's going to be intriguing to watch, we know D'Angelo Williams has replaced Levy and Bell, but there is a chance with a healthy Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant that they may 
as the weeks go by, proved to be an unstoppable trio in the passing game. Mm -hmm. We'll see. This is their biggest test, and if they do it this week, then the sky is almost the limit for this team, save maybe going into Foxborough and taking a victory there. But even that isn't out of, outside yeah. the realm of possibility. Well, you know, we're, we're showing some Martavis Bryant video right now, and, and I'll tell you that either the, the matchup I don't like for Seattle, even though I'm picking them to win, is Antonio Brown on Richard Sherman. I, I don't think a guy like Antonio Brown's a good matchup for Sherman. I don't think this is the kind of player that, that he's able to cover easily. So I don't know how much they'll be linked up. Martavis Bryant, though, if he is on Kerry Williams, good night. Yeah. I don't like that for Seattle. However, D'Angelo Williams versus the Seahawks front, don't like that for the Steelers. And I don't know how mobile Ben Roethlisberger is right now. Seattle obviously has a very good pass rush. That crowd gets loud. I don't know if we'll be able to see Roethlisberger uh, as we've seen him before getting the ball out. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I do like too. I don't think. 15. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be. Roethlisberger's not going to be able to hold the ball long enough to really push it downfield with that pass rush. So anyway, it's going to be a fascinating one. I guess we all have the Seahawks here. Next up, the New England Patriots, the Denver Broncos. Hanson Hank, choose the Denver Broncos. I should say. Um, I'm going to go with the Patriots. You don't like when I call them the I Denver do, Broncos. I do, I do. I feel like we've got it. We've, we've probably All right, it's a cute That's, thing got, to say because their it, it starting quarterback is named Brock. It was cute. I like the present um, pause. Um, the New England Patriots are going to win this game. You know, one of the things I love about doing this Red Challenge Flags pick segment is that when you and I work together, we almost never throw one, and I'd like to keep that consistent. I'm going to take the New England Patriots. You guys are the That's only two people who don't understand that the key to any good drama is conflict. Why don't you throw? Elliot Harrison, we love having you here, but when you're out of here, the place runs red. I'm sorry, man. I apologize. <laughs> but the red wedding. It's, I, it, it's crazy. I do. I will say this, man. I am concerned. I, I, I get the whole thing that, okay, Tom Brady and the Patriots, boy, they just make anybody work. You know, I'm starting to speak in that Sheck voice. You know when you do that, when you, like, mimic other people? They make anybody work. Does that sound Doesn't like Sheck? Doesn't sound Shek? anything like him. No. Okay. No, it's Damn not me. It's me mimicking yeah, other you people. you mimicking other people. Curmudgeonly, uh, yeah, basic opinion. Derisively, yeah. yes. Right. Okay. So, at this point, though, if Dobson and Amendola can't play. Right. You know, it's very easy to say, oh, they make, you know, they can make anybody look good. You know what? Uh, some of the guys that played for New England actually had talent. Uh, Danny Woodhead has had a very good post-Patriots career. Shane Vereen has been a very uh, a valuable pickup for the Giants. Those guys had talent. I think there is a point where you get so deep on your depth chart that it is going to affect you, especially against a defense that I would argue is at least top three in the league right now. Yeah, well, I, think, I mean, we, we went through the, the remainder of the Patriots schedule uh, in the last podcast, and I really believe that this is their toughest test before they get to the playoffs. You know what? I'm gonna. I will do you one better. I think that they will lose this game. I think that that this is not a good time to be going into Denver. What do they do best is rush rush the passer. That's going to be a tough spot there. It really comes down to everybody's going to point from now until kickoff that Bill Belichick owns young QBs who are inexperienced. I, I, I just think that the other side of things is that that offensive line for New England looks crummy. Nine and two, starters this year. Two straight weeks yep. of Brady under pressure. It's going to be week three of that experience. Definitely and, agree with that, but I think the I think the Broncos to win the game are going to have to put up like 25 points. And I, don't know I think, you know what the other thing is too? I don't know Jamie Collins' status, if he's definitely going to be back or not, but he's a big, he's a big guy to not have out there for that defense. Yep. I think somebody at some point, I've been waiting for it. You're starting to see it with Shady McCoy a little bit, I guess. 
um, the other night. I think they can be had on the ground. I, be I believe that mm -hmm. you can run on that team, and that's going to start to get exposed as we press on here. So I'm going to take the Broncos. Do you remember, Sheck, when we used to do NFL.com Live Thursday Night Football, we did, I think it was two, three years ago, we did a Jets-Patriots game where Brady yep. had Aaron Dobson and I think uh, Kimbrell Tompkins. Yep, I think and that he was, was week barking two, on week the sideline. It was yep. a it was a rainy game yep. against the Jets, and I wonder if that's going to happen where he's just going to be so frustrated because these guys don't know the hot reads, they don't know a lot of the the, the Patriots offense, whoever he's playing out there. I, I just wonder if we're going to see something like that. Yeah, and you just get good vibes. No one wants to celebrate Peyton being out. No one on the Broncos certainly wants to. But you do get the sense uh, behind their words is a little bit of relief and that they feel that they have a better chance of winning. I know it seems crazy, but they feel like they have a better chance of winning. Hence their new name, the Denver Broncos. Next game, Buffalo, KC, Elliot Harrison. Choose. Big playoff game, but playoff implications. I'm honored. One. I just got the football baby intro. I'm gonna take the uh, Chiefs at home. And some Hank. <laughs> you're you're I gonna, mean, you're the gonna Chiefs playing red, and when they're at home, mm -hmm. and that's the only red you're gonna see associated with this game because that was uh, a you long both, walk. You both. Uh, I'm sorry. Again. I was just trying to do something to help Dave. Yeah. I'll both throw, stink. I'll throw a red challenge flag at you for that. Well, you I know what? I would say that the the the, the Chiefs. I just feel like the Bills, the wheels are coming off a little bit with the Bills. I think Tyrod Taylor was hurt, obviously, on, on Monday night. And we'll see what kind of shape he's in for this game. He couldn't, he couldn't get the ball downfield. They, they're talking this week about, about um, trying to make sure that Sammy Watkins is more involved in the game, which makes perfect sense. But then you've got a rookie in Marcus Peters and a, and a pretty good defense overall that I think can probably take that away from them. I don't like the injury questions with Tyrod Taylor, Mario Williams, and the rest in Buffalo. I think two big games that they had to get up for. These are human beings. They go Jets, yeah. then Patriots. It felt like this was their bid to really create a, a real showdown with the Patriots, and they came up a little short there. At some point, there's got to be a letdown. Like I say, this is a massive game for both teams if they want to be playing in the postseason. The Chiefs, I feel like a lot of people have decided that this is smoke and mirrors the last month because they haven't played great competition. But look it up. In the last four games in their four-game winning streak here, they're beating teams by 22 points on average. They're whip. I, in fact, did the math myself on that one. To, to, Congrats. To it's, about, that one it's about as straightforward as it gets. It's, it's old-school football. It's running, defense, quarterback not making mistakes, and quarterback getting out of the pocket. But, Hank, will you say— Their defense is really good. Really good. Will you say hurt again? Hurt. <laughs> how you hurt. He sounded hurt. just like the little kid in the uh, Charlie Bit My Finger video. It's still Charlie hurting. It's still hurting. It's <laughs> a hurt locker. Charlie. Charlie. Right, I'm going on. KC, and KC is going to be the fifth seed in the AFC, first of all. Look at their schedule. After this game, they will be expected to win every game left on their schedule. They get the Raiders a couple Sweet. times. They get the Browns. They play the Ravens. Um, they play the Chargers once. Point is, they have a chance. If they win this one, they may not lose again until January. Oh, and, you don't, and you don't think that they can actually win the AFC West? They have a shot at it, yeah, and they, that would be a big do. step I think with the Patriots. They have a genuine shot at doing that. If things get real cuckoo, and uh, you know the Patriots knock down the Broncos and the Broncos, I should say, and the, the you don't have to. Gosh. You really don't have to. Still I do have hurting. To. I feel obliged to do it. And lastly, and apologies, although this is intriguing uh, to to feel a bit of sociology, how it makes you feel if you are listening, watching this on Friday or Saturday. You already know the outcome of this one. The Carolina Panthers 
the Dallas Cowboys. What you think that people might be listening to this right now, like Phil Simms and Jim Nance turned down and us over the top of the game. Right, but you will know we'll either be foolish or geniuses for our picks here. So okay, well I am. Choose your words carefully. I'm going to say that again. I think this probably is the toughest test remaining for an undefeated team, but I think that the Panthers will come through and they'll pass that test in Dallas. They'll yeah. pass it without getting past that test in Dallas. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you and I always agree, but I'm going to take my little ghosty here. <laughs> do it. And I'm gonna do it. do it for the Cowboys. If you're yeah. ever going to do it, Elliot yeah. Harrison, have am, some dignity I'm, as a Cowboys fan. Challenging that pick, forget being a Cowboys fan. I, I do think this is a tough test for the Panthers. I don't know that – I think Josh Norman is a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. I don't know that he's played anyone like Des Bryant yet. Des Bryant – not uh, many people out there like Desbro. Yeah, better conditioning than, than he had a few weeks ago when he first came back. This is Romo's second game back. Uh, I thought Romo played very well against Miami, all things considered. But the most important thing to me is actually the Cowboys' defense. The Cowboys' defense is right now is ranked 11th in the league. Now, that may not do a lot for you, but when you consider the fact that that's with Brandon Whedon and Matt Castle going three and out, three and out, and three and out, how tired does your pass rush get? after watching your offense punt, 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 and now they have something to play for. Uh, Rolando McClain looked in shape against Miami. It's like when my uh, Turkey Bowl team takes on the sad orange peel, same same experience. Maybe so, but they're going to be distracted Whip. by Aaron. Michael Robinson's going to be running that triple wing. I'm telling you, we're going to beat you 17-3. to We're going to play clock ball on yeah, you. Yeah, clock ball. I don't clock think you ball. guys will get the ball. I don't, I don't think you will either. Either way, I, I like the Cowboys in this game. By the way, historically – uh, major advantage for Dallas playing on Thanksgiving short week, and Tony Romo has been lights out for the most part. I am going to take the Panthers in this one for two reasons. For what it's worth, and probably not that much, but Ron Rivera has been talking. He's been he's been on the right talking point as far as I'm concerned, which is I can see a team like this that's fairly young and having this uh, this remarkable success having a tough time getting up week after week after week. And I'm sure the undefeated thing is nice, but they're not desperate to run the right. table. I, I think secretly Tom Brady and Belichick really want to run the table. I don't think that's in the calculation of the Panthers. But Rivera is challenging them week after week. This business about, hey, the, the odds makers don't respect us now, I don't think that goes into their calculations. No. But that does get in the ear of the players. So I think they'll show up. And more practically... Tony Romo, if you watched him, he did play well last week, but man, he doesn't like that heat. You know, no quarterback likes that heat, but Tony Romo coming back from injury was was visibly turning away from would-be tacklers. He was spooked by the pass rush. He hit hard against Miami. I'm not bad-mouthing him. I'm telling you he doesn't want it, and guess what? He's going to get it even if he doesn't want it. Charles Johnson's back. On a good defense already, I think they're gonna they're gonna get after him. And the way he's throwing the ball, this is a better defense than they played last week. And I think the Panthers emerge victorious as a result of that. So can there I, you have it. Can I throw one thing out of you? I know you love the history, and I'd love to get your perspective on this check. But I want to turn to you first, Hank, because when I see the Dolphins, uh, you know, in their whites, Cowboys in their navies, I think back to that Jimmy Johnson Bowl yep. game when the Cowboys went in there to Miami, Jimmy Johnson and, and Jerry Jones had parted ways, and his first year in Miami, the Cowboys went and played. That was one of the most hyped games that I can remember the 90s. Seems forgotten about it now. Was, Do you yep. guys remember it that way, or was it like being a Steelers fan? Was that, that wasn't not the Lett game, though, was it? That was, no, no, no. No, no, no. That no. was before Jimmy left. Um, oh, right, yeah. 
But I just remember that being almost to the level of the Montana Young game in Kansas City when Steve Young was the I, quarterback yeah. of the Niners and played. But maybe it's different because I was living in Dallas. No, at no, the time. it was a big deal at the time. I mean, the Dolphins and Cowboys, considering how few times they've played, um, have had some pretty good, pretty memorable games against each other. There was another one was on Thanksgiving. I think they played at least three times on Thanksgiving. But where Ricky Williams ran wild over the Cowboys. Oh, three. It was on three. Chris that Chambers is, had a yeah, couple of yeah, touchdowns. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Marshall made a great catch. Those Dolphins and uh, and Cowboys games in Big D have been good. Yeah, yeah Brandon yeah. Marshall made the catch. The Leon Lett kicking the ball in the yeah. snow game, which and was then, super weird that it was snowy in Big D for yeah. that one. You ready for a little trivia? Harball, the first ever Harball. No hey, here are my picks on. real quick here. Let me just real quick give my picks. TD says I'm, no trivia. I'm going Packers. Uh, boy, the toughest game to me to call is Saints-Texans. I guess Saints coming off the bye, but won't be surprised there. Bengals, tough spot for them. I know that the QB situation in St. Louis is uh, is dicey, and the Rams are kind of coming unglued there. But, boy, the Bengals are going to feel a world of pressure when they hit the field there. I'll take the Giants in D.C. Colts against the Bucks. The Raiders at Tennessee, that's another circle that one is a possible upset special, though. Mm -hmm. Chargers will take down the Jaguars. Mm -mm -mm. Not going to happen. I mean, the ja I mean, Chargers, we talk about team most decimated by injuries in 2015. Chargers deserve some consideration there. I don't know. Phil Rivers playing a hunch there. Jets at home get off the schneid against uh, the Campbells. Sorry, handsome Hank. And I will take the Cardinals. At the Niners, there you have my picks. What's your little bit of trivia there? Yeah, I wanted to ask, so the Leon Lett game that you mentioned, who was Miami's starting quarterback for that game? Um, so your Marino got hurt, so it was the, that hint. So it's Scott Mitchell. Scott yeah, Mitchell got hurt. Scott Mitchell, Scott Scott Mitchell, Mitchell got did hurt. get hurt as well, you're right. So and they had to make an emergency call it was and pick Steve somebody DeBerg. up. Steve DeBerg with a tan. It's snowing in Texas City. He's got like Steve a bird. Okay, we'll play for the bird. Dolphins for the rest of that season. Won, wow. that, won that game. Yep, yep. True story. Steve of the Berg. Wow. Uh, like, Chris DeBerg. Like 41 years old. Is that right? Chris DeBerg. Lady in yeah. red. The years old. lady in red hey. is upset with you for not throwing a red challenge flag. I don't know. That, that you was, could have that done was it. Red Christenberg like also sang uh, Don't uh, Fear the Reaper, which was a weird song. It's a weird song yeah. for him. Hey, uh, guys, before we go... Flag um, to flag. I just don't fear the reaper. Please, can you two... You know, we don't have, we even have a big fix game. a price. We have a big game The thing's thinking about yeah. the reaper. Don't eat too much turkey before the game. I need you guys both fresh, and worked out, and ready to go for tomorrow's game. You know what? Happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you have a great time with your family and or friends. We'll be out here in Southern California while Mo Damashek hosts all my siblings and uh, and uh, the grandkids and everything else. Wish we could be out there, but handsome, give me a hug. You're the you're you're the winner because you let Americans celebrate their holiday. Aww. That's it. We'll be back after week 12 in front of week 13 to break that down for you. In the meantime, happy Thanksgiving and be well, Czech Republic. Find out more on the next. DDFP. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.